Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Busy Doing Nothing Podcast. Welcome to Busy Doing Nothing. I'm your host, Rona. And I'm Diana. Okay, Diana, I'm going to get right into it. All right. I have a very infamous problem with lists. And you know this. I have a list for my lists. I have a 10-year goal plan list. I have a one-year plan list. I have a I have a today's list. I have a weekly list. I have a monthly list. I have a Google calendars. I have a, you know, all these lists to organize my life. And a lot of this has to do with manifestation and visualization and really getting to a T of what I want. Yeah. And it's helped me. It's helped me accomplish a lot of things in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I would say, prevented a lot of things from manifesting in my life. Oh. I would say that. And there is one list that was king of all my lists. Infamously so. Infamously so. Like, if you knew me and you got close to me, I would talk about this. And yeah. very personally. And I actually got other women to make this list. <laughs> and they thought it was the best idea because at the time, I also thought it was the best idea. And it is my requirements list. And by requirements list, I mean requirement for a partner, a boyfriend, a future husband, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was very long. It was like, yes, it was extremely it was, it was detailed. A, it was a notes in my phone and I didn't write any physical attributes because I didn't want to put like a face or an appearance to them. Mm-hmm. But I did write things like they don't have any debt. They like animals. They are very active. They're very driven. This is their annual income. <laughs> Damn. Like, okay. Like, yeah, I wrote things like this. That detailed. Extremely. Um, I wrote like <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. I don't think I've I don't think I, I've never shown this list to anyone ever. Yeah, no one knows the full list. Yeah, but I wrote like their like libido levels. <laughs> oh, whoa. Because, because it's important. Um, yeah, I like wrote very detailed down to a T their list. And then on the very bottom of that list, I actually wrote things that I brought to the table. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Well, because I feel like everything that I ask of that person, I want to be able to be the same and have the same energy, right? Okay. So in my mind, it was very logical, very fair. But it's coming from a very non-emotional place, right? Very logical. I want to talk to you today about the man, the legend, the myth himself that traumatized me so much that I made this list. 
the origin of the requirements list. Is that what we're talking about today? Yeah, the origin oh. story of the infamous, extremely detailed list, <laughs> requirements list. And I lived by this list for the past four years of my life. Yeah. That's a, that's a long time because I was – well. Well, I mean, a lot of the reason why I stopped dating and just was put off by it was kind of this person, I feel. But also, I was very, very focused and honed in on getting the life that I wanted and being the person that I wanted to be on. So I did a lot of work during that time. And I just thought being in a relationship was going to derail me in a way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really happy that I put these standards in place because – I really got comfortable with being alone and working on me. And it really helped my career. But at the same time, I think I was maybe manifesting um, not being open to relationships because I was like, Mm. I don't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like maybe – I feel like maybe I made this requirement so – strict that no one can meet those standards. Even though I yeah. I still truly believe in my heart that they're out there. Mm-hmm. And I believe it. I'm just – I don't have a list every time I see someone or I meet someone where I'm checking things off now. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, okay, well, here – I used to – when I meet someone, I used to make a pros and cons list. Oof. And I remember <laughs> very recently – um, I made a list of this guy, pros and cons list, and then I would write like very specific things that he did that I didn't like. So I would put one, oh, blah, 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 two, blah, 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 like, like one, he was 10 minutes late to blah, 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 two, <laughs> um, and he only lives this amount of time away from the location, you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> two, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um... Yeah, I just did stuff like that. So, dude, let him catch a break. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of funny for me. I like lists, you know. I'm, but also, I'm an INTJ T. So, I don't know if anyone's into Myers Briggs personality test, but I'm just very, I mean, I'm, okay, first of all, I'd like to say this I'm human first. I'm I'm a I believe that we're feeling humans first and thinking beings later, not the opposite. So no matter what your personality type is, even if you're more logical, you're always a feeling creature, right? Uh-huh. So although I put up myself as being very logical and I can override my emotions with logic, I'm still feeling things at the same time. So I don't want to come off as robotic and heartless because I'm not. I really do have a lot of emotions. I just don't show it as openly sometimes sure but let's get right into this uh story time so this was when i was in college this was a college relationship everyone and um it was about three and a half years four years maybe um you've met him yes i'm familiar we (laughs) have we have interacted and This relationship was very up and down. Um, There was like a point where it was very stable, but yeah, you know, more towards like always bad. Yeah, it was good either though. Yeah, and I remember there was a point where you told me you weren't rooting for it anymore. Oh, do you remember that? I had forgotten about that. 
But yeah, I just there was a point where every time you would talk about the relationship, you just seemed unhappy and you were just upset or like mad or like just not it wasn't like bringing you good energy. And I think at one point I was like, you know, I don't know if because I think it was there was a period of time where it was very on and off. And that just didn't seem healthy from the outside perspective. So I said, you know, as a as a friend, as someone who's rooting for you and wants to see you happy this doesn't seem to be bringing you joy anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of those situations. My problem with relationships, I don't want to call it a problem. Actually, it's not a problem. I'm very loyal to a fault. Like I will work and try to make things work all the time. And even my mom has called me out. She's like, Ronnie, you stop doing that. <laughs> Rona, because I believe relationships are built. You know, it takes yeah. work sometimes to make things stay and Mm -hmm. you know I get that but sometimes you also need to know when to walk away and this is the breakup story of my college relationship so we had been dating for three and a half years and at this point it was actually very very stable I think the first year was very rocky Mm -hmm. Um, and without getting into too much detail it was rocky because I didn't date this person because I liked them when I first met them. Just putting that out there. Like, I didn't have any affection for this person. This person moved very fast. And I take a lot of time to build trust and get to know someone. And it really took me like a year to feel any stronger emotion for this person. In the first year, I was kind of like, it's a college relationship. And when I first met them, before we even started dating, I told them, I'm planning on moving to Japan. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. And also, I wasn't really someone who ever really cared to get married, didn't care to build that type of relationship. So, um, you know, the time had come where I was starting to plan to move to Japan And I got my stuff packed. I got my share house figured out in Japan. And I was ready to go, right? Mm -hmm. And this person um, moved. So they moved for work. So they weren't in the same state. So I would fly out every month to go see them for like a weekend or like a week and spend time with them. Yeah. And that was actually working out pretty well. I was like, okay with that. And things were going pretty fine. And I remember I moved to Japan October 29th, I believe. Um, I think I left, I think I left the 27th, but I arrived the 29th because the time difference and everything. So I'm just going to say the 29th. And it was 2018. A year before COVID. (laughs) I know, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't want to depress everyone. But uh, yeah, it was 2018 and I'm moving literally in like two days. But before that, I went to go see this person for the last time, right? Yeah. And don't know what's going to happen. I Because I was planning on only staying in Japan for two years and then moving back possibly. Yeah. Just seeing how things were going to work. And it was putting a little bit of like strain on our relationship. Like what's going to happen? Like how are we going to make this work? I don't know. Yeah. You guys are already long distance and then having long distance be like 
what what's the japan time difference it's like 16 hours or something 16, 16. yep that's yeah that's that's a big deal in a uh-huh. relationship so yeah and he was never like planning on going to japan moving to japan anything like that mm-hmm. and you know deep down since i met this person i knew it wasn't going to work out like i knew i was settling and i i i I think I was holding on to this as just comfort. I did I did grow a ton of affection for this person at the near the end because it was like, you know, four years, you know. Yeah. But deep down I knew I was like, I don't think this is the right person for me. And you guys wanted different things at the time too. Like we it sounded did. like he was trying to settle down and you were barely trying to start taking off. And that's just he, very much an incompatibility. Yeah. He really wanted me to stay back. And he told me, don't go to Japan. And I was offended because I'm going to regret it if I don't go. Yeah. I'm not going to put my life on hold to settle with someone that I'm not – that I don't think is the one, right? I'm not going to do that. But – you know, when you're young, you still have feelings for some people. And even though my logical side was telling me that, I wasn't listening to it because I was like, I really like this person. Yeah. So I was visiting them for the last time. And, you know, it's like supposed to be like a like happy trip, right? Mm-hmm. It's – I don't remember the rest of the trip because this overrode everything that happened. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I don't remember how long after this happened that I told you, but I think I didn't tell you right away because it was oh, no. traumatic and I, I was embarrassed. A few years after. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Because I was shooketh. You know, I was like, fuck, I don't, I don't know what any of this means. So what happened was it was late at night and I'm – like just I'm I'm a night owl, so I'm just like doing whatever. He's sleeping next to me. Mm-hmm. And this person was not the most secure person. And when I say that, I mean there were points in our relationship where he would ask to see my phone and look through my phone. And mm-hmm. I have never and I will never cheat on anyone. I yeah. That goes completely against my morals. I do not like that. And if anyone ever did that to me, it would like break me, right? Mm -hmm. So this person was like very – what's the word? Just just insecure. So I remember like they would like look through my phone in front of me and like look through text messages in front of me. And like I was like, okay, like what are you going to do with that? Like – there's nothing and he never ever found anything and then he'd feel better but I always feel like people who do that are projecting Mm -hmm. that's why you don't settle for someone that you don't it no insecure dudes okay insecure dudes will always do you dirty anyways so he had always been looking through my phone and I was like that's kind of odd like I've never looked through your phone or asked to look through your phone Mm -hmm. so I decide that night And this is not typical of me, but I'm leaving to Japan. It's going to be a long-distance relationship. I've been with this person for very long, and I don't know. I just had this urge. His phone was right next to me, (laughs) and I had the urge to – Yeah. Like, I'm – The inner voice took over. (laughs) Yeah, the inner demons. You know, I'm sure I'm not the only person who's ever done this, so 
you people who are like, oh my gosh, I would never. Yes, you would. <laughs> okay, yes, <laughs> you would. You would do what I did. So put your put yourself in my shoes, right? I'm like, this guy has asked to look through my phone. I feel like this is projecting, and he's sleeping. He's a heavy sleeper, by the way. Okay, so I was like, I ain't no way. <laughs> so. I grab the phone and I'm literally like next to him as I'm doing this, okay? Mm-hmm. I didn't even go in a separate room. I'm next to him as I'm doing this. <laughs> the balls, you know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like check his phone. And I'm like going through it. I go <laughs> I go to Instagram. I go through his texts. I go through like WhatsApp. I go through um, Facebook. Nothing. Yeah. Email, nothing. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty clean. Like, cool. Okay, whatever. Like, I I felt so much better. And I feel like that's a bad yeah. way to, like, get dopamine or whatever. But I was like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Silly goofy. And then something in me, like the, the inner voice, you know what? Maybe it was the universe. I think the universe did me a solid. <laughs> they were like, girl, you ain't done. You ain't done. Go. Keep digging. Yeah, keep digging. Like, the last thing. And, like, I didn't, like, Women are FBI agents. Like oh, yeah. the, the FBI oh, yeah. and the CIA should only be comprised of women. <laughs> because we are thorough and we have instincts. Sneaky. Super sneaky snakes, okay? And I went to Google. That's right. Google search engine. <laughs> oh, the Google so that we all love. And no, okay. I went there and I went to history, search history. Okay. And I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling through the search history. It's normal shit, you know, like computer parts and like, I don't know, all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you want to give yourself the ick, do not go through their search history. (laughs) Because I was going through this shit and eventually you will stumble upon... The thing that you do not want to stumble upon, which mm-hmm. is porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I stumbled upon this, but like, I remember I was on Reddit years ago, like so mm-hmm. long ago. And there was this Reddit like story of like, um, it's called T-I-F-U and it's Today I Fucked Up. And there was like a Reddit story years ago where it was like, I, today I fucked up by watching porn with my girlfriend. And- mm-hmm. Like the story, I mean, obviously it was years ago, so I don't have it in front of me, but the story was basically, oh, like my girlfriend wanted to like get freaky and like watch porn together and like do stuff together as we were like watching it. And she, you know, she was like, oh, like, I don't know what kind of porn to watch or whatever. So he was just like, okay, like, what do you like? And she was like, whatever you like. And so apparently this guy in the Reddit story, he was like, I just typed in like this this porn site that no one knows about like by memory and then I just typed in like big boobs like something and she looked disgusted apparently because one he he like memorized this site that no one knows and then he just typed in like he he's like a pro you know what I mean he was like I should have done something more like couple like passionate couple or you know what I mean (laughs) yeah something not overtly like this is my very obscure yeah so she was like disgusted and so that just popped in my mind and i was like oh i like that reddit story popped in my mind in that second i was like okay yeah i'm a little curious like i wonder what this person is typing yeah (sighs) 
Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, curiosity. I'm a very curious person. Like me wanting to go to Saudi Arabia. I'm like, ooh, you know. I was like scrolling and I'm not going to say like what they had typed in in the beginning because that is irrelevant, but it was like characteristics similar to me. That was kind of freaking me out a little bit. I was like, eh. I mean, I don't feel terrible, but I was like, okay. And I kept going. Mm-hmm. That is when I couldn't believe my eyes. <laughs> I'm scrolling. And now it's not like your typical porn site, right? Now I'm reading these links and I'm like, no way. No way. Do you know what it fucking was? Unfortunately, I, I <laughs> yeah. now do know. Yeah. Like, it share, was. Share with the class, please. <laughs> it was bestiality. <laughs> like, okay. And I, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My mind is racing now. I'm like, what the fuck? What mm-hmm. the fuck, right? And so I, like, the first thing is, like, I don't even know if I can say it on here. I was just, like, so shook. So at first, if, like, you, I was thinking maybe it's a pop-up or maybe they were just, like, curious, you know? Like, they were curious and yeah. they clicked on it. If it's, like, one or two, I could let that go is what I was thinking. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it happened upon it accidentally. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is this? And then left. Yeah, and they're like, okay. oh, shit. Okay, no thanks. Like, you know, you can see the wheels turning in my mind. Uh-huh. But it was a full two pages worth <sighs> of this shit. And so I took, a, <laughs> I took a photo with my phone. And then I got up, went to the living room because I was so shook. Now I'm getting paranoid. Now I'm like, oh, my God. This is not happening. Like, my world is shattering before me, okay? So I get now, up and leave. This is someone you've known for, like, four years. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. That you're just – That I've spent my life out with – character. Yeah. Like, and I've never known this. What so, you had known. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to the living room and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. You know, and this person's like sound asleep in their room. And I just remember like I had to confirm what this was. So I clicked on each link. Oh no. I clicked on each link and I wish I didn't because <laughs> – yeah, like literally I was there for a second and I like popped out. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, this is actually what I thought it was, right? Oh no. And those images will be ingrained in my brain forever and I will never get that out. And I'm so disgusted because I volunteer for a lot of animal rescues too. So this is straight up like animal abuse. And this person had two cats, okay? And I was like, oh my God, do not have animals, sir. Like fucking disgusting. And... I'm like, I'm literally getting nauseous, okay? Mm. I'm literally getting to the point where I want to throw up. I feel sick. My, like, head is spinning. And, like, my heart is beating. I'm literally leaving. There's nothing here for me to fix. Like, how do you fix that, right? And it was like, you must have typed the shit in or, like, you must have been getting something out of it. You know what I mean? Like, if there's, like, two pages worth of it. You know what I mean? And so that image is disgusting to me. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm just yeah, talk like, about ick. That's 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 what's what's beyond an ick. That's like a yeah. I, it's not even a turn off. It's like of active repellent. Yeah, like I was actively being repelled, and as I'm scrolling and searching, I hear him in the other room. Wait, wait you went to a different room? You said no, I went to I went to the living room. No, I, I went to the living room. Oh, okay. okay. 
because I was like getting shooketh and he was like right next to me. I was getting paranoid. So I moved to a different oh, room, which was the oh, living room. Right. Yeah. And I hear him like wake up and like move towards the door. And I was like, fuck, 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 right? Because I have his fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> and so I turn it off and I like pretend to go to sleep on the sofa. And he's like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just um... – and I'm disgusted, by the way. So I don't want him to come near me. I don't want to be touched. You know what I mean? I don't um, – mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what's wrong? Like, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, no. It's just like you were snoring. So I like I couldn't sleep. Don't worry about it. I'll like be back there. Yeah. Like, and he's like, oh, okay, okay. And he goes back and I wait a little while and I open the phone again. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm literally leaving to go to the airport in a day. I'm not going to see this person again. And like, this is how, like, this is what I find out, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, at that point, I have to fight myself because I'm like, okay, I just need to get through this day and act like everything's fine. And then we can just go our separate ways, right? But I, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to feel. And this person had been like kind of unstable in the past when I brought things up to them, like emotionally. They're very reactive. So like, I mean, if if like we had a disagreement, I remember he like pushed me out of his car once, like moving vehicle. Yeah. And another time, like he kicked me out of his um, like apartment in another state, in another state. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then another time you had to come pick me up. Because I did. he like took my phone, which do yeah. not ever take someone's phone. He took my phone, which is my way of communicating. And it was just like very toxic. So you had to come pick me up and like yeah, from his place. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, my freaking God, right? Um, I'm just going to like stay silent and like this is going to like blow over and I'm going to like dip. Well, knowing me, <laughs> I go back to the room very reluctantly. And I don't know what it is. I, I think, like, he could tell that the vibes were off or something. Like, he woke up and, like, you know, he, you know when you can just tell someone's, like, icked? Like, there's no coming back from that ick, you know? But yeah, I do not want to be intimate with you kind of ick. Mm-hmm. And um, because <laughs> my thought was, is this a new thing? Has this always been there? Do you think about that? Do you think about that yeah. when you're, like, with me? You know what I mean? So I'm icked the fuck out. So this is beyond an ick. We need to name it something yeah, else. Yeah, what is it? What would it be called? His scalp stinks suddenly. You know what I mean? Like basically, <laughs> to me, his scalp yeah. suddenly stink. Stink scalp. That's what it is. Oh God. Okay, I, maybe let's not call it that either. That's, <laughs> well, but no, yeah, that's accurate. It's a little more so, accurate. I think. So to to describe to you. Remember last episode, you told me, did you ever sniff someone's scalp and then realize that it changed? Yeah. This was the first time that happened. Like, literally. Wow. I did not like the way they smelled anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And even even the ro- most recent person that I had liked, like, when I first smelled their scalp compared to after the whole, like, Vegas thing. Yeah. It did change because I really like their scalp smell and then it changed to like, eh, like it's uh-huh. I, but it's not like, oh my gosh, so intoxicating. So really, I do think that your experiences or like icks change the pheromones. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and this person, 
was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like, why are you acting like this? Is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could tell. He could tell. You, and were, he, not, you were not in it. <laughs> so he kept prying and Oof. I couldn't contain it. I said, I looked through your phone and I saw some stuff in your search history. And I think I know it. I think you know what I'm talking about. And you could see this man's wheels turning. You could see him. He's like pacing back and forth. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But he's internally freaking out and screaming, right? Because this yeah. is very shameful. Like, this is the one thing, like one of the many things. Like animals and I mean there's there's quite a few different things, but you do not yeah, fuck around with that. Yeah. Yeah. You do not fuck around with that. That's first of all, it's illegal, you know? Yeah. So basically anything illegal, but that you don't want to be caught, you don't want to know of someone doing it. It's just it, it leaves a bad impression. That's you're not the person you thought we were, or we yeah. thought you were, you know? Yeah. And so he has his phone in his hands and he is obviously deleting it. You know what I mean? Like he's obviously deleting it. Like I'm trying to backtrack. Yeah. Like he's like deleting his search. Like he's scrolling and like deleting his surgery, thinking that I'm not going to see him deleting his search history. And then he's like, see, see, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I'm like, are you serious? Like you literally just in front of me deleted it. Like I'm not stupid. I have eyes, you know? And then he was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, sir, I literally took photos on my phone. <laughs> That's what I said. Oof. And then guess There's what? No coming back from no. That. And then guess what? He starts crying. <laughs> Dude. He starts crying. Oh. And I'm like, this is so pathetic is what I'm thinking. He starts crying, like bawling. And he's like, well, let's just break up then. Let's just break up. Like, fine. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. What do you think's going to happen? He's bawling. Like, this man, is he even a man? Because he's literally cried so many times in this freaking relationship. Because He's trying to be freaking manipulative, you know? And then when it doesn't work out, it just – he That's when he lashes tantrum. out. Yeah, he throws a yeah. tantrum. He's like, get out of my – you know what I mean? That's why I – I think he's also the catalyst to the reason because he he's the type of person who thinks he has more power over me because he thinks he has more money or he's paying for things. Mm-hmm. If you pay for something or like take care of – a significant other, it should be out of kindness. It shouldn't be out of you expecting to get something back. If you expect something back, it's not a gift, you know? Yeah. It's you 100%. using manipulation. And I think that's why I made a lot of those types of things in my requirements list. But yeah, he started crying and it wasn't working for me because my emotions said goodbye, <laughs> you know? They dipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After and, that, there's – yeah, it's, it's a one-way street and you're gone. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, dude. And he kept crying and I don't know what it was. Like I just – I wanted to have like a good last day, you know? So I kind of like brushed things over. I was like, okay, you know what? It's fine. No big deal. Whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to ride this out until I go to Japan and then we're just going to go our separate ways. Yeah. So – um. 
I was like, yeah, whatever. And like, he stopped crying. <laughs> I still had a like good last day in Vegas, even though I was like freaked the fuck out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, I need to get to the airport, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so I needed to get to the airport and be safe. So yeah, that is the disgusting story um, of how I – well, okay, okay. So I went to Japan and this person and I, I was just like, hey, it's not going to work out. <laughs> Bye. But yeah, I basically ended my relationship because I found out he was into bestiality. And that's what sparked you to make a retirement <laughs> list. Yeah, no, I was thorough with that. I, I was like, has no weird fetishes. <laughs> Yeah. No dangerous affiliations. What else did I write? Oh. <laughs> like someone uh yeah, like he was he you know what, now that I think about it, I know in the beginning I was like, oh, he was pretty stable. Now this man was kind of a walking red flag if I think about it cuz he literally was trying to like control me with money and gifts and like buy me and then he was like kicking me out of things and like throwing tantrums and like crying. Yeah. I like a man who's in touch with his emotions and like vulnerable, but like I and I don't I, honestly, like if you cry in front of me, it's not a big deal. Like but if you use that as a manipulation tactic, that's a big deal. Yeah. So um the trauma of those images, the trauma of all that um is what made me decide to make that requirements list and uh yeah that is the story Ugh. Ugh. it still like makes me cringe to this day that yeah. i that i was with this person <laughs> well you had no clue you had no way of knowing i didn't if know had kept it secret like that's not something you're gonna put out there in public and be like hey i know but uh, Let's spice things up. Here's what I want to try. Like, no, that's not going to come up in conversation. I know. I know. But like, you know, just like you, you think, were they thinking of this? You know? Yeah. No, it, it, it taints the rest of your, like, even looking back, it just, it, everything's in a different color now. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I lived by that requirements list for the past Four years and recently in the past two month and a half two months I actually got rid of the requirements list mm-hmm. and um I got rid of it because it was mercury retrograde <laughs> <laughs> and okay actually I'm gonna tie in LA boy into this story really quick just to talk about how I got rid of this requirements list a little quick one yeah a little quickie you know <laughs> I <laughs> When I I think I talked about it, but I said when I first met LA Boy, I was like, this guy is perfect. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And I was, I remember after I met him, I looked at my requirements list. I busted that baby out, you know? Yeah. And I went down the list and he checked all of the things on my requirements list. Mm -hmm. That was the first time that ever happened. I was like, holy shit, did I manifest this man? And even you were like, I think you manifested this man. Yeah. And... I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, finally, the universe brought me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so hype, so excited. I was so hype and excited, though, that I was being blind to the things and ignoring the other signs that 
it wasn't going to work out. Like yeah. we went on a date and every t- – like he would just take me places and then ignore me. Like he wouldn't court me. He would take me places. Like I mean I was still having a fun time but like even like his friends and my – like now my friends, right? They yeah. were telling me like I wouldn't date him is what they told me. Um, Like people that knew him, you know, and even – like, people who were just making observations, they were like, yeah, um, I don't like the way he treated you, like, when I saw you two together, right? Yeah. And he wasn't treating me badly, but he wasn't being attentive. He wasn't treating it like it was a date. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just a couple other things. So as time went on, and then the Vegas trip happened. The Vegas trip is what opened my eyes to everything else. And I think the Vegas trip happened during Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm not sure I think so. Of course it was. <laughs> I would not I, be surprised. I don't really believe in stuff like that until this happened because yeah. Mercury retrograde fucked me up. Okay, my communication was out of whack, okay? And just everything came to light and I went to Joshua Tree. After Vegas, like immediately, the weekend after I went to Joshua Tree and I was filming and we were with the camera crew, we were with like the production and it was the best weekend, the most refreshing, relaxing, enlightening, one of the best experiences of my life, truly, because I felt so connected to everyone and it was just high vibe tribe, you know, we were like on another level, like we went out. At night at 2 a.m. to look at the stars. We saw shooting stars. We looked at constellations and we were just bonding over the human experience and like being together in this place. Like we all came together and are sharing stories and it was amazing. And during that same night, I was kind of talking about LA Boy. Mm -hmm. And there's this guy, um, and he was kind of giving like life advice. And I told him about the requirements list. Yeah. And he said, oh, tell me some things that are on the requirements list. And I said, oh, yeah, okay. Um, no debt and, like, you know, I want them to be driven and goal-oriented and, you know. Th- and he said, okay, stop right there. No. You are too bright, too in tune and t- intuitive and you are doing this to yourself. Don't do this mm-hmm. to yourself. You're too smart to be doing this. And I was confused. I was like, what do you mean? What does that mean? Yeah. And he was like – you're looking for things out there when it's in you. You need to look in in yourself. And you know what the universe is telling you? You've had this requirements list for the past four years and it hasn't worked for you. Mm-hmm. And you're stopping yourself. You're getting in your own way. And then the thing that brought this all home, because I had told them about Vegas And the very detailed story of like how my feelings were very hurt and this person was not the nicest person to me. Mm -hmm. He said, the universe brought you this man, every brought you everything that you asked for on that list to show you that's not it. That's not what you want. That's not what you're looking for. And that slapped me across the face so hard where I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. This is this is not working for me. And why would I keep doing the same thing that's not working for me? I yeah. need to do something different. I need to lead with 
emotion because I was being so logical about it where mm-hmm. I'm not seeing how I'm feeling and being in tune with my emotions because he was not making me feel good, right? But I was yeah. ignoring how I was feeling because I was like logically on paper, he's what Everything I wanted. Lads up. Yep. Yeah. So that is the exact night that I deleted that list. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, from then, it took me like a month and a half. Yeah, it was a really – you know, I'm so glad he said that, like that to me because it really resonated. And – but that is the exact night that I feel like my heart chakra is opened. (laughs) My heart chakra is opened. And that was actually the same exact night because it was 2 a.m. So that at 12, Mercury Uh retrograde ended. Oh my God, stop. No, literally the the (laughs) fact, the fact that everything made sense and everything opened up and my vibes were restored that night and then I got that amazing moving moment Mm -hmm. meant so much to me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I think since then I was, I was healing and like working through things and figuring things out. And yeah, it took me a little bit more time, but I was more in tune with how I was feeling when I was with this person and it just, it didn't add up. But yeah, the universe, um, thank you. I believe in you. (laughs) I am the universe and the universe is me. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. Um, That is the origin story of the requirements list and the end of an era, an end of the- The life and death of the the list. Yes. So I have been reborn, basically. But yeah, you know, that requirements list was, you know, put in place for good reason. And now it was put... Taken away for even better. Yeah. Put away for an even higher cause. But yeah, that is my uh, story time of the day, Diana. Did you have anything to add that you might want to add? God, no, that that story is its own thing. You, you, that, that deserves to live alone. <laughs> yeah, that deserves to live alone. Yeah, when I told you, when I first told you, though, how did you feel? Oh, my God, I was so shocked. Like, yeah. I, I knew that... Because you knew this person, too. I did. Like, I, you let me interact with that person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. How I dare apologize. you? <laughs> We all oh slept on a bed together. How dare oh gosh, No, don't bring that up. Because, okay, oh my gosh. That was the most – that was a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if you want me to talk about that or not, but it was weird. I don't, I don't know if you – yeah, that was a little this, weird. This person – like, okay, so we, we all went clubbing one night. And this person – like, okay, like, we just, like, went to my apartment to crash. And I have, like, a twin-sized bed because I was in college, right? And whenever it's the three of us hanging out, it's you and me as a couple. We're the couple. He's the third wheel. That's how it always is, right? And so you and I were sleeping on the bed and he was like, oh, I want to sleep on the bed too. And I'm in the middle, obviously. But he like, for some reason, he was always egging us on to like be sexual with each other. Yeah, that's that that yeah. That, that was fucking quite often. weird. Like he's okay, like you, he's like you guys can kiss. You guys can kiss. Yeah, I literally and like okay, maybe what? like it as a joke once. It's like haha, teehee, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you keep saying it, like you keep bringing that joke up, especially when we're like super drunk, and he knows that I was like kind of like into like kissing girls. 
Yeah. Which, like, okay, like, I never did, but, like, I remember there was, like, these two girls that were my friends that kissed in front of me one time, and I was like, what about me? I'm super cute. <laughs> I'm super cute, too. What about me? Have yet to kiss another girl, though. I haven't. Isn't that surprising? Yeah, that's surprising. I know, because <laughs> I'm – yeah. I'm a – I love women. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. And he when would, she's drunk, she goes all in. <laughs> I am very touchy-feely when I'm drunk. I will you're, like grope women. You're off I'm like, the rails. You're I'm, off the rails. I'm a good time. That's what it is. I, dude, when I was when I was in Vegas on the girls trip, I was like, girls were like feeling me up. I was feeling girls up. I was on the stripper pole. Like, it was a it was a beautiful moment. And this one guy was like, "You're hot," and I was like, "I know." And like, I like had like a birthday sash. It wasn't even my birthday. It was my friend's birthday, and I was like, like dancing with the birthday sash. I was having a great time. Um. Anyways, I guess what's what happens in Vegas doesn't stay with, in Vegas with me. But I guess so. You just ratted um, everyone out on that trip. No, no, no. I'm not saying names, but it was amazing. Um, but yeah, I yeah, he would say shit like that. It was weird. Yeah, that would happen quite often. It wasn't even like as a joke. It wasn't a one off. It wasn't a one off either. It was yeah, like, it's a recurring joke. Yeah, but, like, we were all, like, sleeping in the bed, and he, like, he tried to make it, like, I think he tried to have, like, a, if he, like, if he could, he would, kind of thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. If he could, he would. And I was, like. That's definitely what that vibe was. (laughs) Yeah, and so I told, I I got mad at him. Like, I was, like, dude, sleep on the fucking couch. Yeah. It was a couch. Literally, that's, like, that's the gentlemanly thing to do. Like. Yeah, get out of here. Like, we were both drunk as fuck. Like, you weren't gonna, like. First of all, me going home alone was not been, an option. No. It was not an option cuz like I was we were both drunk as hell. I was so wasted. I remember I started chasing Canadians. Yeah, you did. You did. I was like yeah. I I have video evidence of this too. I was like I love the Canadians. They're amazing. Ah, you know. Yeah, he got jealous funny. over that. Really? No, he he was so insecure. He was so jealous and like every time I talked to another man, especially like I remember we were in Vegas once. We were just walking down the street, and you know, like the Chippendales, yeah, are just like there, and like yeah, they're just they're hot, they're hot, right? And so we were with another couple that were our friends, and I remember like one of the Chippendales like flirted with me, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're hot, you know? And he Mm -hmm. would not talk to me for like thirty minutes after that, (laughs) dude. Literally, literally, dude. They're literally on every corner. Like, (laughs) yeah. What do you What do you mean? He was like. My God, and I was like, "Get it together, my dude! Like we've been together for like three years. What are you even doing? Uh-huh. Like, if if like what? And like, I'm so chill. He, I remember he like called me to ask if he could go to a strip club one time, and I was like, "Yeah, go for it." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, cool. Like, thanks for calling me. You know, like yeah. I appreciate that. But yeah, go have fun." Man was insane. Yeah, but you know, sometimes. This is what I say. I think you have to go through the shit to figure out the shit you don't want. <sighs> I mean, I feel like most people don't have to go through that kind of shit to figure out they don't want it. I don't know, dude. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know I what? I don't know, dude. <laughs> not everything, not everything. Okay, but I, I think definitely back then I had very low self-esteem just because I didn't. 
I don't know. I just had low self-esteem. Let's just put it to that. Now I don't. I fix that. I healed that. We're good. We're vibing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think you would agree. Like I've done a lot of work since then. So yes, you have. Um, where? Thank you. Oh my gosh, this is the first time you've like verbalized. No, it's that. not. Really? Do you verbalize yeah. being proud of me? Are you proud of me? I need like, the validation. Yum, yum, oh yum, my yum. god! Oh my god! <laughs> kidding, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't need others to validate me. <laughs> you're saying you're joking, but it doesn't feel like a joke. <laughs> I just need your love. <laughs> Here. No. Me avoidant. No. Ah. <laughs> oh gosh, it's all tying in now. <laughs> but yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah well with that said <laughs> hope you guys enjoy yeah i hope you enjoy roller this coaster uh, you know i have a lot more of these coming your way unfortunately you just have to deal with a lot of random I, crazy shit that's i don't know how you get yourself into these situations sometimes i really do uh you find a way go i i have been through let me tell you a journey yeah <laughs> But uh, you know what? I look back at these things and I I mean I'm laughing about it, you know? Like you yeah, can I you mean, cannot you're now. <laughs> yeah, now I am, but like I am I am convinced that you cannot jade me. <laughs> like I might fall down a couple times and like scratch my knees, but I will always get back up and like vibe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just uh that's how we do it on the Busy Doing Nothing podcast. That's how it goes. That's how we go. Okay. So anyways, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. So thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it. Tell a friend and follow me on Instagram and TikTok for more content at Rice Arona. And if you do post about our podcast, please tag me at Busy Doing Nothing Pod or Rice Arona. Okay. Bye.